Welcome back. I'm Karen, founder and managing director of Orchid Leadership Coaching and Consultancy Limited, encouraging you to embrace the leader within. Whether you're a CEO leading a company, an executive leading a team of innovators, an emerging entrepreneur, or a working or stay-at-home parent leading the family and home. Now's the time to embrace the future, empower the new you. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Enlightened Leadership Coaching Snippets, a new season of podcasts linking to empowerment, mindfulness and well-being within leadership. In this episode, we'll be deep diving into having it all, empowering female leadership. If you missed our earlier episodes, don't worry. They're available to download on numerous major podcast platforms. Do ensure to subscribe or follow so not to miss out on future upcoming episodes. Getting back to today's episode, focusing on having it all, empowering female leadership. When you think in terms of having it all, what comes to mind? Whether male or female, what does that statement trigger for you? Does it inspire cohesion and integration between career and family? Does it trigger thoughts of career aspirations? Or a desire for financial independence? Alternatively, does it trigger fears of having to choose certain priorities between career and family? Or even making a difficult choice whether to have a family at all? Is having it all a myth? Should we have to make choices when considering our future priorities in terms of work-home integration? There is an obvious rise in women delaying having a family or even negotiating whether to marry or have children in favour of a career choice. However, should we, as women, have to make that often silent yet deafening choice. Equally, why should men be banished permanently to the workplace without consideration of them being an equal caregiver or parent in the home? Is true integration for all achievable? Integrating an often highly stressful career with a relationship family planning and an ever-changing environment requires an effective support system for our roles as professionals, as parents and as multi-hyphenate individuals. This is a discussion for the here and now and is an increasingly urgent topic for all genders. When many families with forward-moving careers consider starting a family they realise that parenting requires huge discipline and commitment. This is often interpreted as giving up on other things to deliver on the new priorities of parenthood. Very often it is the women who prioritise and give up certain career aspirations, perhaps temporarily 
or even in some cases permanently. Though it also can increasingly include men having to give up on the thoughts of experiencing their child's early years, valuable paternity time, or aiming at low-ranking careers to create some nature of integration. However, do we really need to give things up, be less productive at work, or be viewed as less effective a prospect in terms of career movement? Within the right work environment structure, a mindset geared towards empowerment for all genders in the workplace, from leadership and with sufficient planning, can we really have it all? Continue listening as we review this essential topic together. And gentlemen, don't turn away. This is vital for you too, not just as a leader of all genders, but also as a man who equally wants it all, whilst knowing all genders should have the same right and benefit to stand beside you regarding career and family aspirations. So let's dive a little deeper. We would think that in the modern era of smart tools, gadgets, technology, and supportive tools and processes in the home and workplace, that having to choose between a career and being a present parent should by now be a myth. However, there's still an established perception that we've inherited from previous generations a bias that particularly for women that being successful within your career will and even sometimes should be in direct conflict with parenthood. This is especially true within professions like management leadership roles and stems from the archaic belief that women shouldn't perhaps pursue a career or work long term as this will have a negative impact on their children or family that somehow time is taken away from essential parenting. So, why is empowerment so essential across the genders? In the modern era, women are increasingly quickly advancing into leadership roles and are making career trajectory decisions. At the same time, many are thinking about or are already starting families. If these same women believe that they can't do both, and if company executives and stakeholders also believe this, then there will continue to be a shortage of influential women in leadership roles globally. Now for me, it's not about women being given empowerment over men. Far from it. It's about all genders having equal opportunity and representation to which they deserve, if they can perform the role. If they deserve the role, give the role, with equity of salary and career trajectory. Even in this modern era, many work environments do not fully acknowledge or cater fully for career parents, particularly women, who are also parents or family caregivers. Women still are not always given equal working rights in a workplace, regardless of educational level or social economic status. 
Organisational support systems are not always present. There is a need for organisations to be powerful enablers. Gender bias when hiring or promoting or retaining talent is often done merely because a woman chose caregiving for their family, be it her children or elderly parents. Based on that decision, immediately the workplace becomes less willing to offer them the same career opportunities or promotional pathways as before. It's not necessarily about sacrifices, but about focus and priorities. Currently, many organisational policies are still found to be lacking. Greater and more supportive policies across the genders are needed as we move forward as a society. With work environments needing to view working career parents or caregivers as an asset for the future and someone who adds to rather than limits organisational growth. There is often a lack in equality regarding enabling someone within an organisation to be assertive in pursuing the ultimate integrated life. Therefore, it is up to organisations, as well as those in high leadership positions and stakeholders, to create a safe space to speak without being penalised. Dwelling just for a moment on women in the workplace, many organisations will hold the opinion that many women in leadership lack aggression, are too quiet, are soft on risk-taking and decision-making, and often then overlook women, whether career-orientated or holding multiple roles. Women add a great deal to leadership. This is not to say that men cannot bring these areas to the table too, but these are strengths that women are often called out on, and this needs to change. Empathy compassion, emotional intelligence are areas at the core of leadership. Quiet, humble, servant leadership can be a hidden strength, whether displayed by a male or female leader. Something to bear in mind is that someone considering parenthood, whilst also in a career pathway, needs strong support from their partner, spouse or wider family in order to successfully integrate a career and family life. Something to consider is that in families where both parents are equally involved in childcare or being a caregiver, a working mother particularly experiences less guilt and more satisfaction. Both parents should not only share the responsibilities of childcare, but also be able to enjoy the pleasure that comes along with it. These attitudes and values will then be transferred to children and subsequent generations. Also, something to consider that when working full-time or a career pursuit outside the home is not possible, it is still important for mothers or full-time caregivers to carve out an identity outside the parenting role. This could be through part-time work or helping in the local community when a full-time parent is involved in activities outside the home 
the whole family can benefit in a number of ways. Note that where all genders contribute and support the economic needs of the family, it promotes intellectual and financial independence and can positively influence children in the household. Where they can see firsthand how all genders can have multiple roles, this progressive outlook helps our children to shape their own potential future workplace and family life integration. So, if we want to have it all, and we want to create equality regarding the genders, how do we strive towards empowerment for women in leadership? Firstly, we create realistic expectations and communicate them. Winning professionally and personally means creating long-term goals rather than focusing on short-term tasks. Striving for the long-term is more achievable and just as rewarding. Don't fear the long-term big goal. Dream big. Prioritization is key. Communication and transparency are both integral. Get your family, co-workers and organisation on the same page. Get their buy-in. This also creates a support system of people who will help you to reach those goals. Next, find or create the right culture. The culture of a company or organisation is important when it comes to finding a healthy work-life integration. Supporting employees in all aspects of their life, not just during work hours, is either in the cultural DNA of a company or it's not. And that means it has to be embraced at all executive levels. If team members accomplish what's expected, having flexibility to prioritise family life when needed, no matter the gender, promotes higher productivity and dedication. It's important for organisations to build an atmosphere and culture where people can talk about their lives outside of work. This includes making time to share the challenges and successes of raising a family or priorities outside of work. Also, when leading in a currently male-dominated industry, finding women mentors who have experienced similar stigmas and challenges has consistently helped many women to navigate and advance in what can still be viewed as male-dominated environments. In short, achieving and maintaining a work-life integration isn't attainable every day, nor can it be perfected overnight. It takes time, experience, and most importantly, support from others. It's extremely difficult for male executives too to balance work and family, but with prioritization, communication, and transparency, it can be achieved. In addition, acquire the cohesion and integration that works for you. Some women will want to focus on their career, whilst others will want to maintain a focus on family. Both of these are perfectly acceptable, and it's likely that women will swing between the two depending on their aims and family demands. Find the level of integration that works for you, and don't be scared to communicate it and adjust it 
when your circumstances or desires change. Also, educate yourself and others. Understand, retain and sometimes even re-educate your peers that your level of integration, including parenthood, is a central part of your success. That by creating this cohesion, you will thrive as a person, including in your career. Not everyone will have family demands or have a knowledge of the toll they can take on you. Make sure they are aware so that they can better understand and support your ways of working. Recognize societal boundaries. Be aware that the story of motherhood particularly is based on history and inherited perceptions, as well as an established bias. Something we can refer to as the maternal wall. You need to recognize these boundaries as they may be something you come up against and need to challenge. Equally, remember that motherhood is a story and that you are writing your own version of it. It is up to you how you live your role as a working parent and no one else. Similarly so for all genders. With single fathers, for example, though often those same biases are often missing in these stories. Take a personal approach to childcare. There isn't a one-size-fits-all approach. Embrace new ways of working and leading as a parent. Adding parenthood to the mix means that your working day becomes more productive, more structured and more efficient. Be open to working in pockets of time. Stop apologising. You've changed your routine and it might take your colleagues some time to get used to this. Communication is key. People's expectations need to change, not you. Plan home admin. A cultural shift is needed before we can truly redefine home and childcare roles. And men must be equally communicative regarding their parental role. Fathers, be as clear as mothers and speak out. You must say that you need to get home to put your children to bed, that you need to get to your children's birthday celebration, etc. Across the genders, don't suffer in silence. By sharing your thoughts with other parents, you can come up with solutions together Focusing too much on achieving perfection in each area of your life is a recipe for disaster. One of the things about being a parent is that you never feel like you've arrived and achieved perfection. You embrace chaos and uncertainty a little bit more. So, how do we inject greater empowerment to women within our organisations if not already evident? Firstly, within organisations, we need to accept that gender diversity is a priority. We need to establish goals to improve gender diversity, completing an analysis of our organisation by asking for recommendations on improvements from employees and really listening to what they have to say. 
from the information collected, we can establish business goals for improving gender diversity. Another aspect is to diversify management and leadership. Having deserving, talented women in leadership can help foster and grow aspirations for those just coming into the workforce or those looking to move up the ladder. Encouraging women to pursue opportunities at every level by promoting women at the same rate as men, if they are equally deserving of the role, you show them that they and their skills are valuable assets to your organisation. Promote professional development, looking into better training on topics such as implicit bias, inclusion, diversity and flexible working will continue to bring issues women and single parents face to the forefront so your company can keep evolving training and policies. Something to consider is female leadership mentorship. Advocate and promote career advancement for female employees with mentorship and coaching programs to empower mindset, drive and capacity. Also encourage female sponsors and stakeholders. For women, sponsors or people in positions of authority who use their influence intentionally to help others advance are crucial to ensuring career advancement and professional development. They offer visibility. They talk about accomplishments behind closed doors and they push for stretch opportunities and promotions. Make a powerful network. With stronger networks, women can become better connected to seek out career support or mentors. Introduce people that can provide a pathway to resources and knowledge women could need. Also create a flexible work environment. Men and women play multiple roles, from parents to caregivers to breadwinners. An initiative like Flexible Working Options provides all genders with much needed cohesion and integration as they navigate their multiple roles, both in the workplace and at home. Also move towards closing the pay gap. A painful topic perhaps, but this is a core issue that organisations should finally address through policy and practice. Recognising women as assets for organisational growth and not limited by the flexibility that multiple roles offer. Through an embedded and consistent coaching and mentoring culture across all levels of the workplace, this will contribute towards improving employee potential and performance across the genders, helping those employees with multiple roles to gain clarity and plan towards greater integration of roles. For empowerment to happen organically, there needs to be a better environment for career development across all genders, a need for better career development guidance and support. Enabling career trajectory of women, managers and leaders to senior executive and board level can partly be achieved by women taking more responsibility or ownership for their own career development. However, that alone is unlikely to be enough. 
Organizations therefore need to take a decisive role in creating a better organizational culture for women. Accommodating women with multiple roles outside of work and balancing attitudes and biases across the genders. A challenge I lay before you, whether a female or male listener, take measure of the degree of empowerment and career opportunities across the genders in your organization's culture. What role can you play to place empowering female leadership on your organization's agenda? To our female listeners, what measures do you currently take to have it all? And what additional steps would you like to take in your leadership journey? Feel free to share some of your follow-up actions with me on any of my social media platforms. Or alternatively, share a comment with me right here after listening. I look forward to our next podcast session where we will be deep diving into servant leadership, synergy in growth and well-being. So make sure you tune in and engage with me after the session about your thoughts and personal takeaways. Until then, please remember if this podcast episode added value to your day or evening, download it, share it with your colleagues and friends, and of course, ensure to follow or subscribe so that you don't miss out on future episodes. And remember, embrace the future empower the new you, awaken the leader within, and let's take back control of our aspirations. Thanks for listening.